Well, welcome to Rising Giants. So, Chet, it's really great to have you here and be talking about the healthcare space. And something that we have not covered on the podcast is this whole digitization of the healthcare sector in Cambodia, improving the access to healthcare and uh, securing healthcare data in general. So I think just to start with, could you just give us a little bit of an overview of how you came to found Peteong? Okay. Thank you, Don and Tan. Thank you, Mark, for the having me on this podcast. And then the reason to having a Peteong because of inspirations by access to the clinic, access to the healthcare service in Cambodia, that is a critical and challenging. And then we see that a lot of people that waiting to access to the healthcare service at the clinic and hospital, private and public, while the, there's no data available. And then you see that doctor is busy with finding the, the health data. And then there is the reason we see that the, the problem when you there's no data, physically access is compulsory, need to go to the hospital and clinic, and then no other alternative approach. That is where we see that kind of challenging. So we start think about this, and this is the problem, like our solution is secure health data, access mm -hmm. to the healthcare. That is mm -hmm. where we start company, where is our founder, see this problem, and then she have a vision to solve this problem together. Okay. Okay. Like, how did you get into the healthcare industry? What was your reason to, to start in this industry? Like for us, we have an experience. If I want to go to the hospital, I'm sick. I need to go to the hospital. And then when going to hospital, I need to collect all the data we are having. Sometimes I lose those data. Sometimes I could not find that data. When I go to a hospital and clinic, I can have my name switched. I can have two or three switched in a hospital because of the right turn from one time to another. So that is the point where my founder also facing the problem at the same time, because when we start this company, we already have a kid and then our, we have two kids at our clinic. We can have three or four kids because of the different way of uh, document of health data in each clinic. So there is a point where we think that unify health data, access, unify and secure health data access to the healthcare. That is where we starting with inspiration to having that kind of innovation. And then we see that from our experience in other country, yeah, they can have that kind of digital health data available. So that is inspiration that let us innovate to meet the contact of Cambodian people and provider, something like that. That is what I say that the starting point, let us innovate, let us think about this. Okay. And what was it like, like being a health tech company? So you founded in 2015. I presume at the time there weren't that many health, health tech companies in Cambodia. Was it quite, did you feel like you were taking quite a risk or were you just, like were the first few years a bit challenging or like how did it how did it kind of play out yeah actually we start the company we face a lot of rejection a lot of perception from the outsider from college from friends even though from your family member they don't believe that this is a possible this is right time 
to do it. And then because they don't think that the way that we are doing, addressing the problem, because this is not, we are not the first one to innovate this solution. The government agency, the NGO, and the other company, they did it. And then they, they could not sustain and move forward. But for us, we think that maybe from the perspective of the business, we are more sustainable, more duration for the long time in terms of income generation. So we start this and then we talk to our customer. We see their pain point because we start with a lot of the first two or three years. We spend a lot of education use education, like more awareness to them and then talk to them. We spend a lot of solutions. But what we are the different from the other, from those who already having in the market, because we are not only provide them a tech solution, we are provide them a service to grow their business. We are working, we are listening to their problem to their challenge and then support them, okay, to having more like the provider, they can saving their time, they can manage their medical, they are better, they can spend more time with their customer, pay more attention to the customer while visiting them. And then that is what we have spent the first uh, two or three years at the beginning before we go to the bring in generate demand from the patient for for to to using their service that is what we trying to do well that sounds like a really like a really well a bit of a tough journey to begin with where you really had to just go out there and persuade some of these institutions or healthcare institutions to or clinics or hospitals to really just like you know uh, invest in this kind of thing what what was what were the most um what were you able to the customers that you were able to bring in in the beginning, was it a particular type of customer that was able to realize the benefit of this in the beginning? And just just curious on that. Because we start this company, our founder, they have an experience. See working at, as a consultant through different projects at the Ministry of Health. See support to develop or con- consult to develop the health financing policy management system to the, for the Ministry of Health at that time. And also see connecting to those people, see analyzing the, the, need, the, the problem exactly, what is the exactly problem at the hospital and the clinic before we can go to the uh, access to the healthcare better. And then see go to visit different hospital and clinic, private and public at the pro- different province. That's point. She bring up some an idea coming back and then talk to those clinic, those hospital, and this is the problem. Then they then they, they recognize this is the problem. And then what we are in it out, they think that that's can solve their problem. So at this point, yeah. Where we start with the first customer relationship and we're talking to our medical advisor at the and then we are talking to them and later on we're talking to the customer and then 
the customer who is the one who will listen to their problem and then we solve their problem step by step. From, that is the first journey we start with the first customer. What would you say are some of the biggest takeaways that you had in the early days from securing those customers? Actually, for those, uh, the customer, we, we, what is the biggest learning we can take away is we are listening to their problem. We are stay closer with them. We are keep connecting with them. We are supporting with them, especially our team. We not really just only develop the tech solution and then, okay, this is the solution where you can using it. But we are talking to them. They have any problem. We have a team where can immediately get down there and then support them and see what is the pro explore, sit down and explore the problem they are having in terms of using our solution. What we cannot solve, why we cannot solve, what we can solve. So that is the, uh, I myself, I experience, I visit, I bring the whole team with me, like we travel one or two hours there and then we sit, sit down with them. Okay, this is user problem or technical problem. It is a technical problem. We need to define the timeline to provide the solution. But this is the user problem. We can fix their problem immediately at the spot where we're sitting together. So this is where we do not, we do not just only offer the uh, tech solution for the uh, provider, but we also tech plus service that where we can uh, send together. And for the audience, could you please share uh, a little bit about what the solution, what what the solution covers? So from both the customer and user side. Uh, okay, thank you. Pat Young is a high tech company and then we secure health data and digitize health data access to the healthcare. So we offer the uh, cloud-based SaaS service on EHRs solution for the hospital, clinic, uh, and pharmacies, and in the healthcare space. And also we offer the telehealth platform where the patient, they can access to the doctor that is using our SaaS-based service EHR, like they can do a teleconsultation, they can connect a pre-appointment for the premise visit, they can have their own health data for their health benefit and health healthy life. That is what we are doing. So we are bringing both together. We are trying to fit the gap uh, between the provider and the consumer. They come close to each other, pay closely, connect, and then engage to each other for the better of healthcare for the big health impact. That is what we are doing. And compared to 2015 to present day, what has the reception of this kind of solution been like? Has it been very positive? Uh, has now that there has been education around the digitalization of healthcare within Cambodia, 
has the onboarding been easier? Yeah, quite a lot of easier because while we're starting our business, the government policy already existing in place. They're talking about the, okay, digital health, uh, care service, health data, something like that. And later on, in we having digital economy 2030, we have global trend on technology or revolution, industry revolution for something like that. But at that time, still a lot of challenge. And but since there is current situation with that, the pandemic that is we are pushing a lot to the adaptation of the technology into their business. Like COVID, it's not good for everyone, but also that is bring us to live in the different way to do business in the different way, and that bring a lot of acceleration to the health, not just only health sector, but adapt to the technology for the business, for the lifestyle, for daily living. So that is the way that changing, I would say that is a better. We like used to spend six months or spend uh, uh, 12 months on board, like before they make a decision that now is we can spend six weeks or uh, three months, like 12 weeks, something like that, we can close the deal. But, uh, As you mentioned with COVID, it did accelerate across all sectors, a lot of this digitalization. So mm-hmm. the adoption of it happened a lot quicker than maybe people expected. So which is actually a, a net positive, especially for a lot of solutions in important industries like healthcare. And you mentioned a little bit about, about policy and what role can government support, maybe particularly from the Ministry of Health, play in fostering the growth of health tech companies like Peth Young? And how can public-private partnerships enhance the healthcare ecosystem in Cambodia? Okay, actually, the government have the policy since the government mandate sick. They have a policy to digital healthcare and delay treatment for the patient, like remote treatment for the people. That is what is the government have been done in, in the master plan. And also they did a lot. And also the uh, donor community also involved in that project a lot. And that, that is where we see that is the trend or the thing of the government. They want this sector to be digitized so that is a good sign and the, the good support to the business like us in the sector where we are analyzing what is the need in the policy what is the challenge and then we building according to those health master plan of the ministry of health and that we see a lot of support because we also contribute to the policy of the government Currently, we have a partner clinic and hospital, not just only the private. We're working with the government, uh, public uh, hospital and clinic. We're working with the private. Also, we're working with the non-government organization, uh, hospital or clinic that run by private. So that run by the NGO. So we see that 
being a partnership always we can bring more value we can bring more health benefit to the end user to the consumer and also to open the space for grow the uh, healthcare and to develop healthcare uh, to be towards more progressive to reach the next goal that we're talking about sustainable development goal where healthcare is one that Cambodian government who's adapt to the sustainable development goal where is the goal number three is a part of uh, healthcare and also part of uh, government private partnership so we are working together we are always have a continuous conversation and discuss try to learn what is the government want private to take part to contribute to bring more uh, solution to solve the problem that the government facing or the government any policy we also from the private perspective we're looking to see that the government have favorable and the good policy we are enabling for competitive for or grow in the ball for growth so i think that is also i see that is a lot of progressive in terms of partnership and discussion between the government and the private sector and also uh, I would say that the government also see or understand better now in terms of promote private take part in the government like GPP government private partnership because when the country and the economy grow up only the private they can contribute where more sustain more duration longer like if you're looking in the developed country like in case of Singapore in case of uh in case in US and European no free lunch so everyone take part so the private who contribute the government they can sign a contract to give any uh to using the solution like case in uh I, I just bring one example also the government here in Cambodia understanding is and then start using this start take advantage from the private contribution to the policy of the government also and like a case in the US like if we are looking like a very big uh, space like even though the government using the AWS or using the Azure as the cloud the government at the same time building the talent create a favorable environment create the good policy like enabling those people to uh, who have uh, innovation and idea to compete in the fair environment in the free market so i i see that there's a lot of you know, open mind and progressive to start doing this yeah i essentially there, there are these the policy roadmaps right the long-term view of an objective of where Cambodia wants to be by a certain time. And as you were mentioning earlier, a lot, there, there are, you know, private, private sector companies that are, that have an aligned vision with the public sector and being able to push forward innovation while also being able to push forward policies so that there is this 
even growth that is that is occurring so that ultimately it's a net positive that you know policy is being you know continuing to improve as innovation continues to grow you know we've especially in in healthcare you know specifically in areas such as like pharmacy for example you know there's there's certain specifics around over the counter medicine versus prescription medicine for example mm-hmm. and you know and then in, in your case it's around data and security and so there's a lot of things where in developing countries it does it takes a little bit of time and alignment between the public and private sector to be able to reach that the end of that roadmap of where the objective wants to the the the, the completion of the, the basically the objective in which is being set out by by the country by by the government and uh, private sector so uh, yeah i think that's a really interesting point that you were making about this alignment yeah. between the two yeah because these two need to keep being being engaged being discussed and explore like okay what kind of policy gap where the government should be uh, improve or should be developed should be enforced or if it if it is existing enforcing and are enhancing and mm-hmm. then the private sector need to see that what is the need what is the 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 need of the consumer and what is the allowable of the policy what is the need of policy to be developed to strengthen or to better support to enabling more open environment more contribution from the private because i would say that private can be hand can be a partner like where we can contribute and for long term sustainability because private bring about the sustainability for impact that through the revenue and then let everyone to vendor through the private everyone can take part like the consumer the provide the user they can take part that and could com- contribute this part of the they play role with 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 us in a way where we can make a sustained and long-term impact in this. yeah and and another point that you touched on was the encouragement of competition especially in the private sector as policy as is being driven forward as uh, you know private sector is working alongside with public sector and driving this policy specifically in in your in 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 the healthcare data cloud sector are there any other competitors that are in the space right now or within the country or at least regionally that are looking to enter Cambodia actually there's some competitor here but just only the differences because Beijing, what we are doing there, we have a, a ecosystem. We have a complete ecosystem from the patient journey, access to hospital, and also uh, the patient, they can access to <clears throat> the doctor or the clinic. And that is, we can say that is a more holistic uh, approach or more holistic the solution. We, have, we also solve the problem of the provider to bring them go digital and at the same time we bring the consumer and the patient go digital like to meet at the middle 
middle of the road together and we create we uh, support also provider and also service demander they coming a long way and then meet each other while the other they just do uh, some certain area like they focus on the okay telemed vs connect patient and doctor but there's no data security uh, data management in the hospital uh, operating management system and that the other they do just only the operating management system but not a, a, a demand they can connect to the provider something like that and then for the outside space i think that currently those uh we those provider the that we met at the moment they something there are some of them but they don't really have an office here in cambodia they just using like okay cloud and then those who want to purchasing just connecting and then i see that the the is not really just alone because we are in the free market but in terms of what is the advantage or what is the lead solution like we offer like we are not really just provide the tax solution we are the tax solution and also the service because the services after use is very important we are like okay i have this kind of a problem where i cannot waiting from the us provider because this is like they working hour in cambodia but it's night time in the us the people sleep already and then the people in the singapore maybe their solution also they have a long procedure like asking to change just on this call this number like where is the provider nature oh sorry where is the user behavior and also the provider uh, uh, experience they're friendly like that is what i will say that we are the local we understand the local user better we can go closer we also our service, we are the most important. We think about the service because we don't sell just only the technology, we solution, but we sell the technology set. We sell the service via is enabling with them because we have a lot of process on what one clinic and hospital to be our EHR user. We need to talk to different, we, we need to change, even though the organizational chain organizational structure role and work of each like one people they used to working in the reception using as nurse and dispense medicine to doctor we talk to the business owner no you cannot do this if you adapt our technology if you're doing this the people will be boring in terms they cannot when they're using what role and then they can go from one to another so you can using just only let them do only two jobs only. Mm. Mean that patient reception uh, registration or and then do a vital sign, take a medicine, that's it. So you cannot like four or five because the contact of the clinic and hospital here, we still uh, they they're using a multiple uh, role for one particular person. So mm. this is where we are let them to transform from the traditional practice they having go to the uh, more standard not really completely in standard but it's working to be progress like from like we change it 
from one people working in the four, three or four role to just two, and then more progressive, and then something like that. That is what we are transform the provider in to reach our ultimate goal, our vision, like access to the healthcare at the fingertip. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense too, because by implementing the solution, you want to enable other employees or doctors or practitioners or whoever is leveraging the soft or using using the software to have more time to focus on the job that they need to do versus some of the other tasks that may not necessarily be you know which, which take up a lot more of the time that are more of the you know the the, the back office work so to speak so you know it allows the ability for people to or it enables doctors, for example, or other employees to be able to take on more expanded roles so that it helps with the growth in their careers within the healthcare field too. So I think that's it's very interesting. And you know, have you know being being a market leader in Cambodia and thinking about the next year or two, what are your expansion plans that you have? Are you looking to expand into other regions into Southeast Asia or uh, are you thinking about taking on a, a little bit bigger of a bigger of an ocean, so to speak? Yeah, actually, uh, we have a ambition to try the bigger bigger ocean. We try it, and we currently we have set up incorporation in the U.S. and then we have a plan for the Mekong region and also looking after the uh, uh, that is what we are doing Mekong region and build some portfolio in the US and then expand to other region because we believe that the healthcare problem not really just happening in only the developing country but only developing country need more solution need more innovation support only, but those in the developed country, in developed nation also still need it. So that's why we incorporate in the U.S. where we can expand to those Mekong region and Asian country and then also to other countries in other emerging market in the Africa or something like that. That is what we are uh, ambition plan. We know that there's a lot of challenge coming a lot of learning but we are also don't want to do the same thing we the same like we we cannot just i think that this go to the new place it's a lot of good learning excited if like like you go to the movie if you're watching the same movie maybe you're not really so excited or you hiking if you are just go to the same path or the same road maybe you are not really so uh, excited maybe you need to find way to change okay different uh, different path in order to access to them even though you want to go to the same mountain top you need to sometimes you go from the north sometimes you go from the south sometimes to see that what is the differences and then we can build up and bring in we know that every space there's a challenge but we know that the challenge is we also can consolidate strength, can support us to see that, okay, where we 
where is the weakness, where is the strength, and then that is what we try this time, and then that is uh, our Padjung of Padjung of PMAT that we are incorporating to us. We want to try the bigger ocean. Okay? okay, we try to bigger ocean. Why we are swim a lot of in the river in the uh, pond here. We try to a bigger ocean to see. Experience it, but but just to just to also clarify, also is that you not only are you focusing in the U.S., but you will also focus on uh, expansion within the Mekong too. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. That is that is correct because we see that a lot of alignment, a lot of uh, con- this the same contact here in the Mekong region, like uh, in Vietnam, in Laos. Actually, we plan Myanmar, but we don't. We need to do a lot of assessment in terms of the current political situation there, and also Philippines, where we think that is similar. Mm-hmm. No, that's... so. So your goal would be to like your next expansion markets would be, let's say, Myanmar, Laos, some of these more like maybe these these countries in the Mekong region that don't quite have their healthcare data situation worked out yet. But America is a way for you to also understand what's being done at that higher level. And then also be, I presume that's also a way to be able to raise capital. Um, so it's also the way, is that also part of your plan to be able to like, in order to scale the business, you can now raise capital from the US yeah. having a corporate yeah. entity there. Yeah, yeah, that, that is correct. Because in the US, we need to build a portfolio market. We do, when we starting there, even though we are working market fit, well, it's need here in Cambodia, but in the US context can be do some market fit we are doing there when we're working with our have a build traction there we have a traction there and then we start the fundraising yeah because and then raising there or raising here that is the plan and then we can expand to other nation country in the mekong region other place where we think that we are the part of contribution to the health impact in those emerging market or those developed market where we can contribute to. Okay. Okay. And um, you mentioned about some of these big, big players globally, like an Epic or uh, let's say an Oracle that, you know, recently bought Cerna. Do you think at a certain point, these, uh, these bigger entities will really try and grow their market share across like, let's say the non, the non-developed world? Are they already like making a big push? In, in this region, for example, in Southeast Asia? Or do you feel like there's still a pretty, let's say there's a pretty big window still for regional leaders to come up and, and take them on, right? Have like an Asian version of Cerna or Epic, for example. Yeah, uh, actually, we we know, we're talking about the competitive or we're talking about the competitor. Yes, we see that there's a big, like you mentioned about Epic, you mentioned about Oracle, or other competitors there. And then there's a lot of more players there, like Advan, MD, like all script, it's there. But what we doing there, we, in terms of to build like, okay, a little bit more profile international, international brands there. And also we share some uh, footprint there. We don't, we cannot, we don't want to be like, okay, a number one in the category, something like that. We can numbers uh, four, number 
three, number four, number five. That's fine. But we set the footprint there, build a little bit more position. In order, we can become expand to other uh, market bears need us. Like okay, like you mentioned in the like in the Asian or Mekong region or in some other developed emerging market that is more. They say okay, we not really we can. Uh, using this solution because this solution also is happening in they have a footprint they have a portfolio not just only in emerging market but also in the mature market already that is where we can build a position ourselves better in other in share the market in the other place emerging market that okay is what okay we're doing. And what will it be like building uh, like teams on the ground in, let's say, somewhere like a Myanmar or a Laos? What what will that what will it take to do that, and how long do you think it would? Because I guess you went through your journey of for the first few years when you started here, it took that time to educate and build those relationships. So, do you think entering another market in this kind of industry also takes quite a lot of time to to establish yourself and build a build a culture, build a team that will be able to do well in that in that particular country okay we taking the advantage from the current uh, global and regional and local environment of technology like where every country even though the international state they're talking about the technology we are looking for someone who's crazy enough to join your videos can be we looking like uh, we can do a joint venture we can do uh, partner looking for the partner they are working in those countries they already have environment they already have a knowledge because from our experience we working in we also have a partnership we working with the joint venture with the singapore company here as well that is how we expand even though in the u.s we are currently we working with the contractor and we working with the people who already have set up and footprint there where we working with uh we ex- that is a part of our expand or uh, the part of our set the footprint in those different uh, uh, places okay um right understood and do you, do you have a so so i guess in the next few years you'd be looking to um bring on new partners and maybe welcome investors at your company would that be right yeah, the, yeah. We, we will bring the an investor in because we expand and those they have already networked there we can looking for the uh, not because all investor that we looking for we used to discuss for we're looking for the strategic where can bring us can talk with us, where we can talk about the next level uh, uh expansion we can next level bigger impact contribution like because the Simple innovation vision of Pat Young is we not really just rate a single dollar where we earn, but we are rating a single dollar plus the whole impact to the lives of everyone. That is where we are bringing this innovation. Like every dollar we making, if does not really contribute to the healthy life of everyone, it's nothing. But Every dollar that we're making, we also make impact to the lives of everyone that you live healthier, you make 
uh, more econ- you can have a lot of more time to do your own economic, family economic, something like that. That is where we see that is where the part where we can contribute to the bigger impact. We are always talking about the big, bigger impact, bigger health impact. Where you live happier because uh, you live happier because you have good health. You live, uh, you have a more, uh, uh, your kid can go to school better because of your family no health debt. Your fair, your, you can make more income because of your health better, something like that. So you can come to work more smile, more happy because you are healthy. That is what we are looking to see the, 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 the inspiration from us every day. And then since the beginning of the journey, we think about this. Especially we are experienced a lot in we are founding in the developing country where is the social welfare is not really well established, well matured yet. So this is a lot of need that we see that a lot. Of, so that's why we see that not just in the, that's why I mentioned earlier, not really just a problem for this particularly country or nation, but other developing nation or emerging market. And although even though the developed market still somehow needed part of our contribution. Okay. Yeah. And you know, that's such a, that's such a big vision to carry, I get for the last nearly, I guess, nearly 10 years that you've been, you've been at this. What has it been like just, just being a founder on a, I guess, on like a personal basis? Like, how do you, how do you de-stress and relax and um, I guess like, you know, unwind from, you know, all this, all this work that you have to, to do and the big, you know, the, the grand vision of, you know, taking this company to, you know, many different countries and, and, and expanding it as you plan. Okay. We need to recognize the fact what we are doing is not really something uh, easy. We need to first at the beginning, we need to promise ourselves, especially I have a good crazy enough founder working with me because set up the startup team you cannot uh, like like for example if in the if you are go we know that we go to them like in the last 10 years if you go to the boko mountain i talking about the contact in cambodia you are more excited than now because now you can go if everyone can go but at that time just only certain person can go. And then you go there, you can see the volley very close to your car fit and then almost fall. Or sometimes you say, wow, something like that. And then when you are go reach reach certain level, and then you're so excited when you're coming back, you slip by a wall and then something like that. So this is the problem of the the startup you find good crazy enough people to walk in with you. You find the good, you find the crazy enough people to believe what you are doing. So it's not really so many, right? I I guess not so many, maybe just on few. Like I and my founder, because my founder, she have a, she try, she, she like trying new things. She is a software, like at her generation, when she studied, not so many women taking software engineering not many people like going 
and then she start uh, explore her first job. Not so many people looking for the GPS and walking in the forest to mapping the land, something like that at that time. And then not so many people, not so many uh, women like working in front of computer without sleep at the night time. They like go to the accounting, they like mm-hmm. go to the finance, something like that. We are administration work, we are easier. And then more beautiful in front of office room, right? But she did it. And then that is what I say that I'm lucky enough that she is crazy enough to start this business. And then I I believe in what she's doing. I stand behind and then working this project with her and also set up a team also in the startup concept. We start up the we we try to find like the people crazy enough to believe in you and try to set up the team like it's a challenge to find out the uh, crazy enough people to join in your team like staff and everything to lead in each department. So it's not an easy. We we expect we expose a lot of experience with that in terms of team setup. We see some people they. No, it's not really startup. It's not really environment where you can work very mm. in the corporate style because you need mm. to dedicate your time. You're working like a crazy because we say that we so we have a crazy problem. Like we need a crazy idea to solve the crazy problem. So way that we're working, everything is like to be behave like a crazy where the people don't mm. believe you. You need to make sure that, okay, we can solve that problem. They, to build their belief, it takes time. It does not coming at the overnight time. We believe that this is take long time, long journey. And then for in terms of set up, that is what, what we have been experiencing and what we need to do and set up. We do the same thing. We know that those is not really easy to find those people like crazy belief in us because policymaker who are crazy enough believe that okay what we are doing will be so the need of the people so we in environment we need to build a lot of crazy belief mm. okay in what we are doing so we need to okay policy uh, your call your your teammate your colleague your founder your investor because like i mentioned earlier that a lot of people when we starting they don't believe it. We're talking to, uh, uh, we're talking to, hundred or twenty people. They almost all reject it. But if we are don't believe, but one thing you need to believe, believe in yourself and what you doing, and then you try to overcome. And also, we believe that okay, working in the space of the startup tech, you need a lot of uh, energy. You need a lot of stress coping and something like that and then you need the people that you you can tell what you are stressed what you are telling what you are feeling about so that is important thing to cope to manage to mitigate your stress yeah. um, no, it just reminds me of a of a steve jobs quote right the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do um so it also also just reminds me of this that this book we have on the shelf by Peter Thiel, where he says, like, the best, the best startups are kind of 
well, he describes them as less extreme versions of cults. And all that means is like you have this like community of people that are so dedicated that they almost look like they're a bit crazy, right? And when <laughs> from the people that like look in on it, but uh, those are the kinds of teams that you have to really pay attention to because um, they're going to be in it for the long term. They're not there for a job. They're there, they're there to join your vision, and uh, they'll work. You know, they'll work as hard as they as they really can to do that. Um, well, how do you, but how do you keep these people around? I'm just curious. Like when you recruit someone in to join the company. Are there any ways you incentivize them over the long term to stay to stay with you? Yeah, actually, uh, there's a good because we have what we're selling in our startup, in our business, what we are doing every day. We are always telling that every code you are writing, every keyboard that you are touching every day, that is making impact to everyone's life. So we don't have a luxury of the budget but you are the part of big impact that you are doing every day because we are the startup we are doing especially in our case we are bootstraps in the beginning yeah. we are bootstraps in the beginning until now we still a bootstrap we still small we don't really have a big uh, a luxury because especially you can see that some developing uh, people in developing country they say okay if a corporate they have a big building lifestyle and something like that sometimes they okay i go there is more easier and it's not really so that is also the part of the we facing a challenging we facing but we what we're selling what we're talking this is what we are doing every day that you are working that is a part of everyone, every people's lives where you can contribute. And then we, if that is what we are retention. And also we have some kind of, okay, long-term, like a mature uh, who are starts in the beginning with us. We let them have some uh, share in the right. company and retention. We have very small and then we grow bigger. Okay, we tell the vision. More, what we can bring the belief uh, benefit to them is what they are doing. They are the part of the everyone lies and also like part of the company grow. And then we still have a lot of opportunity where you can go to the next level, something like that. That is what we are, how we are building the team. And then at the same time, we face a lot for those who are, coming in and then they don't feel aligned, they don't believe what we are doing. We we let them go. They can do to find their own way. So we 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 we, we, we open for free and also environment or culture where we are implement there. Let them think what they it is the best because before we take them to the, before we uh, let them on board with us to working, we tell them, okay, this is not an easy job. This is a tough job. This is a, a lot of crazy happening. We can change quick, fast to respond to the need of the user. The You need to listen to the end customer, even though you believe or not, customer is a king, customer is a cat, <laughs> is a can, that's fine. But you need to be more active and more respond and 
resilient to the lot of uh, problem and issue we are the problem solver here we need to listen all those problem and solve their problem at the ground rather than you just want to have to say that so like okay go to network meeting or in this company does not really need a lot of network meeting and then facebook guy or something like that need you go to the ground working talk to the people and solve the problem of the people and yeah. that's that is what we really are doing yeah. Yeah. yeah okay well on that note that's really great to just understand like how the you know how the company culture is as well but i guess just you know one final question that we like to ask all of our guests is what is the most important piece of advice that you've ever been given that you hold with you today? I hold with me today is we firmly believe what we are uh, starts in the beginning in our vision. Like, okay, we want, we believe that this is a work not taking very short time overnight. It's taking long journey. So that is what our belief in the starting of this startup or starting this business. And then I tell everyone, I tell the team that, okay, the road that we're doing, if you are go, if you want to go to the same road as others did it, or you want to build, or you want to uh, having the, develop their own, uh, the, the road, we are just only have some pair and then you develop the road. And then, and you want to excite it, you want to be excited on the road that you walk or you want just only, okay, want to see the view along the road? Because that is what we are doing. Like, okay, we know that a, a lot of challenge, so you need to be resilient. You need to more proactive, need to participate to build uh, our ways. Okay, that is what. I would say that for everyone, not just only our team in the bedroom, but for everyone need to believe in what you are doing and try all the best, more proactive to meet it. Try to listen to your, because the customer will tell you a lot of things where you as a problem solver that you don't, you don't know because they are the one who practice every day. They can telling us what we can solve better what we can improve but what they are telling us it's not really just only their benefit but also the way that we are benefit we can enhance this is for bigger impact it's not really just for us as well okay yeah no that's a that's a great statement for people to to listen to it's just really i mean it's a it's a simple one but it's like just believe you know believe in what you're doing <laughs> that can be that can be harder than, you know, maybe most people think yeah. just to, to wake up every day and, and go for it. Yeah, because, because uh, if you don't believe in yourself, you know that this, is, this road is not really an easy path. It is really challenge. The problem that you said, like we, it's hard to find, like I mentioned again, it's hard to find uh, crazy enough people to join your, your, your trip easily so you no one so if you don't believe in in yourself and then you don't try to do it that is who will believe it so that is what is motivate sometimes we feel okay maybe one day i will give up but okay 
calm down and then start doing, wake up again and then doing this because uh, everything is lies on this a lot of uh, competitive and we looking like you mentioned earlier that those are the people before they success they spend years years already mm-hmm. like a guy like you mentioned at the moment like uh, steel job or we can say that those are big people even not just local here if you're looking all or tycoon or people here they're not really just working for three months three years something like that they work 20 years 30 years already if look at that experience that they we need to learn we need to live in that way to see those kind of their practice their experience not really see some motivation quite you 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 can believe it's a motivation, but you need to understand like those who are experienced, especially people around us, like those people they're doing 10, 20 years, 25 years before they come to the current situation, lead to uh, current from to, to current position. So we know that this is where motivators keep aligned, keep going on with the mission and vision. Okay. Well, on that note, yeah, thank you. It's, it's, a, it's a long-term game. And yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time to come on Rising Giants. We've learned a lot about this emerging sector in Cambodia and the way you approach building your company and the path forward for, for your business. Thanks very much and keep in touch. Okay. Yeah, thank you very much. For having me as well. Thanks. Yes, thank you very much.